0: Welcome to the Water Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Alexa Bertola, and I'm here to talk all things water. From water-saving tips and tricks to the purification of recycled water and everything in between, we're going to dive into it all. We're bringing in experts from Padre Dam Municipal Water District and beyond to discuss the most boiling topics in the water world. Let's get into it
1: the days of not thinking of water um, as a finite resource are gone right i mean we really have had a shift
0: hi everyone welcome to the show this marks our first ever podcast episode of the water drop my name is alexa bertola and i'm a communications specialist with padre Dam municipal water district We started this podcast to give the community easy to digest information and takeaways when it comes to water. It's an essential part of living, so I'm here to provide some interesting information that you may have never thought about. During this first episode, I talked with our general manager and CEO of Padre Dam, Kyle Swanson. We're based out of Santee, California, which is located in East San Diego County. For a bit of background, there's roughly 105,000 people in our service area, with just under 40,000 water, sewer, and recycled water connections. In this interview, we dove into Kyle's background, a brief history of Padre Dam. We also got into the biggest challenges in the water industry today and discussed our biggest infrastructure project to date, which will purify and convert wastewater into drinking water. I enjoyed this conversation because there is some great information packed into this interview that'll apply to listeners, no matter if you live in our service area or not. Let's welcome General Manager and CEO, Kyle Swanson, to the podcast. Kyle, thank you for joining me on The Water Drop. This is the first ever episode of the podcast. How are you doing today?
1: Wonderful, Alexa. I'm excited to be here and excited that uh, we're kicking this off.
0: We have a lot to get into in this episode. Let's start with your background. Why did you decide the water industry and what led you to being at the helm of our district?
1: Well, thank you. Um, I guess if I jump back way in time, I had um, a father who worked in construction that built um, large civil projects. And so as a kid, uh, I would get the opportunity to go with him and take a look at his projects under construction, including treatment plants and pump stations. And so that kind of gave me an appreciation for these large uh, civil facilities, water-related facilities. And from there got into schooling and uh, actually studied geography and geology, so had had more of a science-based interest and got a job working for the United States Geological Survey, or the USGS. Um, and in the USGS I spent uh, many years doing hydrology work, water resource work, um, water quality type work and um, that just kind of set a foundation of a a love for water and just paired well with um, I guess natural skills and interests and from there um, had the opportunity to get hired at a local uh, agency here in East County uh, and worked with them for about 13 years and then moved over to Padre Dam in 2013. Uh, Came over with a background and and more of an experience in operations but the beauty of that also allowed me to work with many departments uh, in what you would find across a water agency or a district like ours here at Padre Dam. So um, 13 um, brought, um, uh, moved forward into working with uh, the East County Advanced Water Purification Project in about 2017-2018. That was really picking up some steam and um, got, got moved into that project and really Uh, really valued that time just it was just this core group of um, a handful of us employees that were moving that project forward and just to be part of something that was going to bring just a great community asset and a benefit to the community was exciting and so um, through uh, my work there, had the opportunity to move into um, assistant general manager position and then ultimately the general manager position when my predecessor, uh, Alan Carlisle, retired. So that's what leads me to where I am today as the CEO general manager for Padre Dam. And um, I guess you could say at the helm of the ship. Yeah.
0: That's interesting that you were exposed to the water industry at a very young age, went into science for college, And then water ultimately ended up being your career path. Going off of what you said about the East County AWP project, we're more than one year into construction on that major infrastructure project. It's remarkable to hear that it started with just five employees, and now we have several contractors and hundreds of workers out in the field committed to bringing it to life. What would you say the biggest misconceptions are with taking recycled water and developing it into purified water for drinking?
1: I think, you know, what we noticed in operating a demonstration facility for just over six years. Um, was just the education that comes just from people coming and visiting that facility. When uh, the community and customers and uh, even students um, came and they actually got to see what took place in the treatment process, um, that was changing. It changed a mentality of, oh, I'm taking wastewater and I'm gonna use that for drinking water. No, there's a lot of steps in between. There's multiple layers of treatment and there's multiple safeties. Um, there's regulator involvement. So when you know there's you know kind of comments made that you know uh, this is just you know a shortened cycle of water recycling. It's not the case. Actually, there is just so much invested in um, the way that we treat that water, that we purify it, the checks and balances that are in place to ensure that that water meets the highest water quality standards. Um, that's that's going to be our mission when we're operating that facility. And so I think the misconception is um, it's oversimplified in how that water turns from wastewater to ultimately drinking water. And what we saw with those people that visited the demonstration facility, they got it. it like a light came on. It's like, oh, I can see what you're talking about now. Here's the process that, that takes place. Here's the involvement that in the technology is there that's going to be checking that quality of the water in real time. And the requirements that we're going to have from a regulatory standpoint just made believers after they came and touched the facility and saw and got to hear. So education is powerful.
0: Do you think more states throughout the nation will be moving toward this type of project to provide water?
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, as we continue to see population growth, the mindset of use the water once and discharge it is, is going away, right? And so we're you know, on, the, you know, on the front line of that here in, in the arid, dry Southwest, uh, but you're going to see that in other states as well. So you, um, And you see that in some areas. You, know, you see that taking place in Texas certainly is another great example. Um, you'll see it's, it's picking up steam in Arizona. And so looking at um, California as kind of the leader, if you will, in, at least in the United States, for water reuse and water recycling, you're going to see, um, I think, other states and other countries um, taking, taking um, a serious look at the, that there are um, many, many benefits of recycling and reusing that water. And um, that's just going to become the norm, I think.
0: If any of our listeners have been to Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland, the water there has undergone a similar process. The city of Oceanside has a similar program, and the city of San Diego's project is in construction right now as we speak. Backpedaling a bit, can you dive into the history of our district and how it came to be? So
1: Padre Dam, I mean, we really have... um... Gosh, just a rich history. A lot is focused on water recycling. So, if we take a look at um, the community of Santee, they were looking for an answer to take care of their wastewater back in the nineteen fifties, and that answer was water recycling, and that was kind of revolutionary at that time. So, uh, we looked to we looked to that and kind of point out this, you know this drive from the staff and the agency and the community at that time to look at sustainability, to look at beneficial water reuse. And uh, they they really were pioneers. So they developed the Santee Lakes complex and that was the first part of the treatment process. They added a treatment plan in the 60s, the Ray Stoyer Water uh, Recycling Facility, and uh, ultimately in the 1990s developed a purple pipe Um, system that takes recycled water out into the community to serve um, irrigation, primarily irrigation purposes. So there's that side of Pottery Dam as an organization. Uh, It is a kind of a melding of multiple different smaller entities and agencies that have come together through the decades. And today, Pottery Dam serves just over 100,000 people in East County. So we we in, that includes the communities of um, Alpine and Blossom Valley and Crest, Tahisa, portions of Lakeside, and then the city of Santee. Um, so those are kind of the primary areas that our customers live in. But yeah, provide utility services. We also um, provide a great uh, recreation service. So the Santee Lakes Preserve or Santee Lakes as a park um, has a um, large facility that supports uh, camping and fishing and just any other outside outdoor type recreation, hiking, walking, biking, those type of things. So um, just that that is such an, uh, an amazing asset for the community as well. So we have the utility services that we provide, the park as a recreation, and then also we are supporting... Uh, As the administrator for the East County Advanced Water Purification Project or that joint powers authority that is the owner of that project, um, as the administrator and to be operator, we support that. So those are kind of like really the three main businesses I look at that Pottery Dam is involved in.
0: Being that you're overseeing the entire district, what are some of the biggest challenges in the water industry today?
1: We would really need to talk through um, where you know, Potter Dam you know, is located in Southern California, in San Diego. Um, it's at the end of the pipeline, right? We have water that comes in, uh, from Northern California and from the Colorado River system, 100% of our water, our potable water delivered to our customers, is all imported. So that's one challenge, right? How do we ensure that there's enough water that's uh, coming into San Diego as a region for our community? That was one of the drivers for the East County AWP project, right? It brought in a new local drought-proof, you know, a water resource right in our community. But also, um, our, you know, our steps that we take at, you know, uh, in ensuring that there are adequate supplies for our customers through our membership within the San Antonio Water Authority, who's the wholesaler in the region. And that goes, you know, another layer up from there into the Metropolitan Water District of um, Southern California as the next larger retailer. So we're instrumental in, in working with, certainly with the Santa County Water Authority, but also at Metropolitan Water District to ensure um, that there are adequate water supplies coming in. So that's one of the challenges. Um, I think there's always changing regulations um, that we face, you know, continuing to uh, provide our services as new laws come out and um, maybe changes in, as an example, uh, changes in requirements for fleet, which are... Uh, now, requiring that half of our fleet be, half of our fleet purchases beginning this year be electric. So, just looking at that as, you know, an opportunity to ensure that we're able to get vehicles and trucks and equipment that are electric based so that we can meet that message of sustainability that we started so many years ago as an agency, but also meet those regulatory changes that are coming out this year. So, there, I mean, there's lots of different challenges, but um, the good thing is our staff. Um, really steps up and and looks at solutions to meet those challenges. And that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of is the collaboration in our organization and across the agency and the great minds that come together to think through these solutions and come up with creative ideas to answer those challenges. Um, So it's exciting to watch staff do that.
0: In this podcast, we want to be able to provide tangible takeaways to the audience as water continues to be a limited resource, what are some tips to save and conserve water?
1: Great question. You know, I think, um, you know, we've continued with a strong message for the last few decades about conservation, and, and that never will change, right? I think there always needs to be a mindset from each of our customers to look at ways that they can improve um, at their at their own home or at their own business, uh, ways to be mindful about using water. Um you know, the days of not thinking of water um, as a finite resource are gone, right? I mean, we really have had a shift and a lot of credit to our customers for um, jumping in and really looking at ways to conserve water. Um, you know, last year it was it was neat to see kind of just the interest from the community when we offered succulents. So we had kind of a, a, a drive where we were hand, you know, providing to the community succulent plants that they could plant outdoors that are, you know, uh, drought tolerant and uh, mindful about the amount of water that those plants use. Little things like that. I mean, just changes that we can make incrementally will add value in the amount of water that's consumed within our service area and within the region. So conservation is definitely gonna be a message moving forward. Um, Looking at other opportunities where innovation can be utilized. So the East County AWP project, that's gonna take advantage of the the most recent technology and treatment that will take that recycled water and develop that into a purified water that can be used uh, ultimately Uh, It'll be used as drinking water. And in our case, we'll meet 30% of the demand in East County or in our service area. Those are exciting things to see. So, yeah, if we can continue with conservation, we can look at what innovation is out there um, and continue maybe just to check our assumptions that we're, you know, that we're doing all that we can to be mindful with the resource that that we're stewards of.
0: Kyle, thanks for taking the time to meet. You provided a lot of interesting information for our audience. We'll have you back on again soon. Thank you.
1: I would look forward to that, Alexa. Yeah, thank you.
0: If you enjoyed the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on social media by searching Padre Dam Municipal Water District. You can also head to our Purification Project pages by searching East County AWP. See you soon!